0: Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association. Hey,
1: good morning, everybody. Welcome to Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. Let's see, it's Tuesday, June the 28th. In case you're wondering, thanks for listening to AFR. Ed Vitagliano. good morning, Ed. Good morning, Tim. And Chris Woodward. Good morning. Fred Jackson's taking a well-deserved break this week. And um, Steve Jordan will be along next hour. Hey, before we jump into the news of the day, we have, I think, 24, 25 people signed up to go to Israel with us In March. Wow, already? Like in next March. Yeah. There's a pent-up demand (laughs) because of two years of shutdown, basically. And uh, so we're going in March to Israel. And uh, if you want to go with us, we would love to have you join us. (laughs) It does cost money.
2: (laughs) Not a free trip. uh, It actually costs how about shekels? Do they pay Yeah, in shekels? They'll take shekels.
1: Yeah, but uh, uh yeah, they'll take shekels. That's the Israeli money in case you're wondering. But we're going in March and no vaccine uh quote unquote shot is required. No mask. Um no no
2: no the only thing required is a good attitude.
1: Good attitude. Well, passport and a suitcase. Yeah. Uh, that's how I was told people. That's what I told people. I'll be glad we get back to the world of passport and suitcase. Okay. Yeah. That's all we need. And no more testing for reentry into the U.S. That's a big deal, too. Sure is. Uh, so Doesn't that, Does that ever seem like
2: like just a bad dream to you? The whole COVID thing? Yeah. Like where you got...
1: Tra- oh, you mean as far as travel goes? Yeah. And testing oh, yeah. Oh, and
2: bad dream. Masks and... Nightmare compounded by a hundred. <laughs> But, I mean, it, it has an unreal quality to it. Yeah. Just kind of like, did that really
3: happen?
1: Yeah. yeah, I know. Well, so we've had major travel restrictions all over the world for the most part for two years. And and they're gone. Yeah. They're gone away and never to come back again, I hope and pray. Yeah, See what I, do. I did there with yes. the rhyme? It's kind of like a nursery rhyme in you're a way. You're a poet and you're not yeah, even aware of it. Of it. Yeah, you, yeah. All <laughs> right. So uh, the best way, if you say, well, Tim, I would like to know more about that and you just need to go to twholyland.com tw holy land .com w However you say w it's a
2: letter i'm talking about everybody knows what you yep. mean even though the world says it all differently <laughs> Than than southerners well no i'm just saying everyone no. has a different way of oh, saying oh oh you
1: mean yeah all w. over the, yeah yeah w wherever you live w. i think people know what i'm saying yep twholyland.com twholyland.com is the website uh, for more information got cost itinerary everything you need to know. All right, some uh sad news out of the state of Texas, Chris. Yesterday the uh or I guess was it this morning when 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 did this tragedy when was this tragedy discovered? It I'm was po-
4: yesterday uh, and we what, have a story. What happened? Yeah, we have a story about this on uh, afn.net our website. Forty-six people were found dead after being abandoned in a tractor trailer on a remote back road in San Antonio. Uh, Sixteen people were hospitalized, including four children. The city worker uh, heard a cry for help from the truck shortly before 6 p.m. Monday and discovered the gruesome scene. It was 100-plus degrees outside. This is a truck that is normally a refrigerated truck, but officials say the truck was not refrigerated on the inside and therefore the uh that was one of the reasons why these people um died cool.
1: they yeah.
2: suffocated they did yes they basically baked yeah and th- th- i i'm just reading this morning that two more died at a texas hospital bringing the death toll to 48 you know uh, and 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 reading some of the description of uh, first responders on the scene they said that th- these folks were hot to the touch mm-hmm. i mean that's that's how that's how uh much suffering went on and i'm talking about those who had okay. survived but
1: all right so explain to me i mean i think i know what happened here chris i mean why were how many why were all these people packed in the back of a was it an 18 wheeler yes yeah like th- like worse than animals
4: right yeah basically just put in there like cattle uh this was, well they got
1: down there voluntarily too they I did I
4: suppose. yeah it was some sort of a smuggling operation you know as we've all heard and talked about on this program for a long time now there are people that make it a business to smuggle people into the united states uh and this appears to be some sort of smuggling operation that people were abandoned for whatever reason authorities are still investigating today and uh, it's not the first time that it's happened. Uh, these things have happened before, which is all the more reason to continue praying for uh, border patrol agents because they have to deal with these things on a daily basis. It's one thing for us to talk about these kinds of things, but they actually see it and they have to live it. They're the ones that are sharing those horrors, <clears throat> horrible stories about how these people. So these were hot are to the these
1: touch. these forty-eight dead people, along with. Whatever the survivors. was a total number of 100 mm-hmm. or so, wasn't it? The survivors, the survivors all packed in the back of an 18 wheel truck coming from Mexico to the U.S.,
2: obviously illegally.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Ed, who's to blame here? Well, I mean, the Biden administration is rightfully getting a lot of this blame. they you know, Joe, Joe Biden, candidate Joe Biden, now President Joe Biden, he encouraged a surge at the border, the policies of the U.S. under the Biden administration have basically been y'all can come nothing's bad's gonna happen in fact we'll we'll cart you to big cities make sure you get to big cities all over the the country and this is an encouragement for this kind of activity if you are thinking about entering this country but you know you're going to be stopped at the border and sent back to mexico while you await whatever adjudication of your case there is a lot of these people aren't going to come, you know, so this is a, you know, I don't, I certainly don't want to take political advantage of this. I'm sure the Biden administration isn't listening to what I'm saying anyway. Um, this is not, but, something- so
1: you do hold them, the Biden administration in part responsible for this. This
2: is a, this is a, uh, a bad policy that encourages risk-taking. And of course the people who transport, those wanting to, you know, smuggle the people into this country, they're obviously at fault too, but they are also taking advantage of no border. I just,
1: um, how do I say this? I don't want to be insulting to people, but at the same time, um, are you not smart enough to know not to get in the back of a, 18 wheel truck in the middle of the summer to be hauled off by people you don't even know
2: Uh, you got that many people um willing to do that you know what i'm saying well i mean it's it's i guess it's born out of desperation it's like these people just walk over the border well it's like these people trying to get across uh fast flowing rivers there have been people who have drowned even people trying to save the border patrol guy trying to save somebody. Yeah. So it's, you know, desperation, I guess, drives people to to take chances, but policies should be in place that discourage that kind of risk taking.
4: Speaking of the policies, I've got some sound here uh, of somebody talking about Biden's policies being uh, to blame here. It's former acting ice director, Tom Homan. He served during the Trump administration and he made these comments this morning on Fox and Friends, clip one. Last night
1: brought back a lot of bad memories for me. That's the worst day of my life. I actually stood in a back, in, in back of a tractor trailer at a crime scene with 19 dead migrants at my feet, including a five-year-old little boy that suffocated to death. These cases are similar, both locked in a steel box, no water. No, they weren't using the air conditioner. That worked. Um, and people died horrific deaths. And I want to see. It angers me because I want to see the Secretary of Homeland Security come out to press today, come out and give a statement, and continue to lie to the American people that this border is secure and it's closed, that you have operational control of the border, that your policies are safe, orderly, and humane. Because the fact is, your policies have called record illegal has caused record illegal immigration. The more people that cross that border, the more that die.
4: Well, that's, Who is that? That was former Acting ICE Director Tom Homan. Yeah, well, <clears throat> Biden doesn't care.
1: Okay. Bi- Biden, <clears throat> nor Harris, nor anybody, was, or no the Democrats, with the exception of maybe a handful, of the gentleman on the border, who's U.S. Congressman, who's a Democrat, Uh forgot his name. <clears throat> He's he, his people are experiencing the massive so flow. Coyar, Henry Quayar. Yeah. 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 He, he does, but they, you can count them on, on one hand, how many Democrats give a rip about uh, the mass illegal immigration into our country uh, from the southern border. Millions of people have poured in since Biden became in office because he said that he wanted them to come and he wanted to pay for their health care and take care of them. And so they took him at his word and 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 basically he's – He's uh, tied the hands of the border uh, agents. Goes after him every chance he gets. Uh, if he Accuses says anything, them of
2: whipping people. Remember yeah. the ones on horseback.
1: Yeah, I, I, I guess I go back to. And I know that uh, presidential elections aren't necessarily. Uh, well, they're not rarely ever about one issue. There's a, people always have maybe at least four or five issues that they would name as the reason they vote for a president, and they may not always agree but the person they vote for on everything. That's probably true of all of us. Right. However, I will say this. I'm, I'm still a little surprised that the American people now, I'm, I am, uh, saying for the sake of argument that Biden won the election straight up. I don't want to, I don't want to re rehash, rehash that again. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to rehash that again. Now I know, for President Trump, if he heard me say that, he'd say I'm woke, <laughs> yes. like like Mo Brooks. You're a bad person. But I don't want to. I'm just going to, so for the sake of argument, I'm just going to say that Biden won. He didn't win barely, if if he won legitimately at all. Okay. Right. So my point is, I'm still surprised that a majority of of our fellow Americans don't care that millions of people are coming into our country illegally. I, I guess I'm a little stunned by that. Yeah. Because maybe it, if it doesn't touch them, they say, "What do I care?" They can, oh, right. Uh, uh, if we have uh, if we have open borders, how does that affect me? Yeah. Maybe that's the view that. Well, a, that a may, lot of yeah, people because have. maybe
2: most a lot of the blue states are on the <clears throat> west coast. You'd think California would care, but a lot of them are up north. Maybe they just don't think it's much of a problem for them. It's a problem for the states along the border.
1: We have open borders now.
2: Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Well, we but, do on the southern southern border. Southern border it's, you it, still need a passport to get in if you're flying in from Europe, right? Or from you know Asia. <laughs> if you're on an airplane, you gotta have
1: a passport if right. you want to cross the what what was a border. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 you know, along the Texas uh, Arizona, then then you then you gotta then you can come here without a passport, right? Or a COVID shot. Which is why people from all over the world. world. Have tried
2: crossing that border,
1: right. and I don't. I don't know. I don't mean to sound depressing about that issue, but I don't know what you do about it. I don't think you can do anything about it because it's the sole purview of the executive branch of the federal government, which is the president. So when President Biden got in there, he has four years of open borders, and there's not a, anything anybody can do about it, including the uh, governor of Texas. He's helpless. Yeah. I mean, he can put the National Guard down there, I guess, or some, but that's not going to stop millions of people. And that's not even the job of the state of texas or the state of arizona the job is the federal government but here you have the governors of the states including arizona saying to president biden please help stop this mass uh the illegal immigration into our states and biden says i don't hear you right you know and Harris, doesn't even
2: the- hear members of his own party in the uh, districts down there on that texas border no, and
1: he went. He won't even go down there. but he acts right. like it doesn't exist. Right. So again, I I think this is a flaw in our const. I don't know if it's a flaw in our constitution. It's it's a flaw in something when the president of the United States can sabotage his own people, right? <laughs> and there's not anything anybody can do about it. You can impeach him, I guess. Yeah. If, but you would have to elect more Republicans who are right. willing to do that. So at this point, uh, it's almost like. If this tragedy weren't happening, didn't happen yesterday with 48 people dead now inside of a tractor trailer. uh, Other than that, it's just another day of massive thousands of people coming in daily into our country illegally. and, And there's nothing, again, I hate to sound pessimistic, but there's nothing anybody can do about it. All right, you're listening, but uh, there are some good things happening in our government right. and in politics, uh, namely the uh, reversal of Roe versus Wade. Gary Bauer now joins us from, he's the president of American Values. Uh, Gary's a longtime pro-family advocate, has been on our program many times, and joins us from the Washington, D.C. area. Good morning, Gary.
3: Hey, good morning. Good to be with you guys. Great to, to hear you, Tim, and I, um, I would uh, probably respectfully disagree, I think it's time for the governors of Texas and Arizona to declare an emergency that we're being invaded and just send as many men as you have to to secure the border. You know, if this goes on for another 29 months, we'll have 6 million more illegals enter the country between now and January of 2025, after the the Biden term ends.
2: Hey Gary, uh, Ed Vitagliano here. Um, hey, Ed. So, wh- how would you? So, I'm going to make you the governor of Texas. Uh, what would you? How would you secure the border? Uh, wh- what would you do? Uh,
3: mm-hmm. Well, one of the big problems, and you guys talked about it, is that this isn't getting much news, so there isn't more public outrage about it because it seldom actually is headlines anywhere other than on Fox and on great shows like yours, what I put out and other people like us put out. But if you saw, if the country saw governors declaring that the country is being invaded by millions of people, all of whom are going to end up uh, costing the taxpayers money, and that the governors of multiple states were sending their national guards to the border uh, to stop that inflow. Uh, Man, you'd be in the middle of a national controversy. Biden would go crazy. There'd be lawsuits. People would be screaming. But finally, you would get people focused on what is happening. We invaded, we we liberated Europe on D-Day with 150,000 men. 250,000 illegal migrants are crossing into the United States every month.
1: Well, so, uh, yeah, I, I I hear what you're saying, uh, Gary, but I think if if uh, I don't if if what you're saying could be done, it would have already been done. Uh, no,
3: I I don't think so. I I think there's a fear, Tim. I I still think my, even good Republicans are not understanding the moment we're in, and I don't mean just on this. I know this is what I wasn't supposed right, to want about right but but the whole country is in danger the whole country and everything we believe in is up for grabs it's not the 1950s it's not the 1980s the other side is willing to do whatever they have to do to permanently transform america oh yeah and we've got to we've got to react to that with the same boldness yeah
1: well we'll see i just think that uh, I, I I don't think I think Abbott's done as much as he's going to do, and I think the governor of Arizona's done as much as they feel like they can do. But if they can do more, then I'd like to see it happen. But yeah. in the meantime, people are dying on the border. Forty-eight people dead yesterday. Yeah. Um, it's all right. Let's talk about some good news, uh, Gary. the okay. Roe versus <laughs> Roe versus Wade was overturned. It was like uh, I never, I, I, I seriously doubted that would ever happen in my lifetime. Uh, I, you, you've been in politics and government and policy for a long, long time, the pro-life movement for a long, long time. Here we are, Gary. Uh, yes. Go, go talk about it.
3: <laughs> well, I used to, I've been ending my speeches on this issue at crisis pregnancy centers for the last 30 years by saying to people, you know, don't be uh, a weak of heart and soul here sometime soon, quicker than you think will happen. You're going to go down to the end of your driveway, pick up the newspaper, and the headline's going to say, Court Overturns Roe. Now, so far, I'm being prophetic. The second part of my speech was not prophetic. And I would add, uh, Court Fines Right to Life. Now, of course, they didn't do that, but they did overturn Roe. And I think it's an amazing moment. Uh, it, it gives us a chance to, uh, to, to restore a culture of life. From a spiritual standpoint, gentlemen, I, I believe this gives us a chance that God will either put his hand of protection back on us uh, or, or not take it away from us. Because I, I believe that we've been tempting God to abandon us by telling our children that the right to kill an innocent unborn child is a fundamental right of America's constitutional republic. We're finally saying it isn't such a fundamental right. And that counts for something. I I, I think it's an amazing moment. And I would urge my Republican friends who hold office to not run away from the moment. It's the left that has to be embarrassed for their view on abortion, not the party of Lincoln, Reagan, and Trump. We don't have anything to be embarrassed about. We have just taken a stand and won a victory so that all of our children, white, black, Hispanic, whatever it is, no matter how much money their parents have in the bank, how poor or rich they are, no matter, that all of our children should be welcomed into the world, protected by the law, and have a seat at the table and be part of the American family.
4: Hey, Gary, it's Chris here. Um, As you are no doubt aware, uh, Speaker Pelosi said on Friday that this issue is on the ballot this November, talking about the issue of abortion and justices Mm -hmm. on the courts and things like that. I think you've already answered this question. But um, based on what Pelosi told reporters on Friday and what you just said there, is it? Is it, Do conservatives and pro-lifers out there need to be proactive, sharing the pro-life message, why this is important, why elections matter and votes need to be cast and things of that sort?
3: Yes, they, they do. I mean, everybody needs to be doing that. It would be a colossal failure of imagination if pro-life people delude themselves into thinking, wow, sure glad we won that one. Uh, the battle's just starting. It's been turned over to the states, and we need to make sure that uh, we do all the things we have to do to ensure as many of those states as possible uh, have pro-life laws. But but just as importantly, we need to do everything possible to make sure that the, the majority of the House and Senate are not going to pass a federal law. In, in contrast to a Uh, an imagined constitutional right, but that they don't pass a federal law that uh, authorizes abortion all nine months of the pregnancy for no reason and and any reason. And that is what the Democrats have already passed in the House of Representatives and what they would like to pass in the United States Senate if they can get enough uh, senators that share their view.
1: You're listening to today's issues on american family radio Gary Bauer our guest Gary how can people subscribe to your daily email uh notes from d c
3: well thanks for uh, asking tim uh they can go to our o u r our, our american values uh dot org and uh, you'll find an easy way to sign up
1: our american dot yes okay well uh Thank you, Gary, for being on with us this morning, and uh, we appreciate all your hard work over the over the years. And the, I know you were uh, with the Reagan administration. Yes, yeah, so even back to the Reagan administration. As excited as anybody to see what happened with the Supreme Court.
3: Well, um, Tim, Tim, thank you. Yeah. I have great admiration for you and American Family Radio and all we've done together over the years. It's uh, it's a pleasure to be on yeah. the same team with you.
1: All right, Gary, take care, my friend. Talk to you later. It's, god bless that's gary bauer joining us from our nation's capital we're going to take a break right here cue the music cue the break music thank you brent um and we shall return with more of today's issues on american family radio we got some more good news to share fellas is there
4: huh i'm mr sunshine of the news <laughs> you're mr Sunshine I call.
1: And, yeah. and, and ed's captain positive
4: that's that's,
1: that's huh? right all right, so
2: <laughs> Captain Positive,
1: Captain Positive, and Mister Sunshine.
2: Sounds like uh, a huh? Seventies. I know, right, band. right. Yeah. But Captain I, Sunshine. We, and, uh, we Captain, were in the Yardbirds previous to that. Yeah. Band. Captain Positive and the Sunshine yeah. Band. Sunshine.
1: <laughs> Uh, Right after the carpet, you can
4: make the sun rise. Right, right. I
1: think you got your songs and singers mixed up there. (laughs) No, we covered that. I think that right there was. uh, It was a gold record. Sammy Davis Jr. Right, (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Candyman. (laughs) That's true. That's the the song. You can make the yeah, the Candyman can. We'll be back in a minute.
0: Jerusalem,
1: Bethlehem, Jericho, Nazareth, the Sea of Galilee, the Jordan River, all these places you've heard about your whole life. You've read about them in the Bible. Well, guess what? We're going to go see them. That's right. March 2023, we're going to go to the Holy Land. I'm Tim Wildman, president of American Family Association and American Family Radio. You know, my dad started taking tours to Israel as a Methodist pastor in the late 60s. And then he taught me, how to lead tour groups. And I started helping him in the 80s and then he stopped doing them in the 90s. And then my wife and I have been doing them ever since. So we have a lot of experience traveling to Israel and we would love for you to come with us in March, 2023. The itinerary, the cost, everything about the tour is available at twholyland.com. Just go to the website right now, twholyland.com for all the information on the March, 2023
5: Hi, Todd Starns here. Truett offers biblically centered degree programs. Check out truett.edu/starns. Kroger and Starbucks say they will provide workers thousands of dollars in travel stipends if they want to kill their unborn babies. Dick Sporting Goods said the company will cover $4,000 in travel expense if staffers live in a state where abortion is illegal. I have a list of the companies that are using their profits to aid at a bet on toddstarns.com. The question is whether this will influence your shopping decisions. Is protecting unborn children worth surrendering your Kroger card? Would you cancel the family vacation to Disney World if it would save the life of a baby? Ethical questions we must address as consumers. By the way, if Netflix and Disney are going to cover the cost of abortion holidays for their staffers, will they do the same for employees wanting to adopt? I want you to get a copy of my latest book, Culture Jihad, How to Stop the Left from Killing a Nation. It's available at your favorite bookstore or toddstarns.com.
0: Jesus said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Matthew 19, verse 14. American Family Radio. This is Today's Issues. Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. Past broadcasts of Today's Issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of Today's Issues.
1: Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the program Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us an email, the address is comments at AFR.net. Comments at AFR.net. Tim Wildman, Ed Battagliano, and Chris Woodward here. And, Ed, uh, tell those fine folks out there in Radioland how they can watch this here show if they'd like to.
2: Well, if you'd like to. We do everything we can to help you. All you have to do is go to facebook or youtube well we don't
1: put on makeup we don't. yeah that's true we we do have our limits on what we will do <laughs> yes that's that huh? that's right this, this is
4: a fake beard that yeah. i've been sporting for months well a it fake makes beard. You look,
1: yeah it makes you look smarter
4: i've been told i look 12 when i shave so uh i don't even okay. know what that
1: meant Wait. chris but uh you can explain it to me later okay. I'm, I'm sure it meant something in your mind <laughs> yeah, it did
2: okay go, can i continue you may go ahead okay i didn't interrupt no so uh facebook or youtube you search for today's issues and click through and you can watch us through this radio program uh-huh. but there's other ways for us to interact wait there's more yes absolutely if you are not near a terrestrial radio station uh you can listen to uh, all the programming the audio live as we stream it at AFR.net. You we your podcast computer. this. Well, we do have podcasts. So uh, while you're at AFR.net, if you've missed a program, one of your f- favorite shows and you want to listen to it, we do have a drop-down menu for podcasts. Also, we do encourage people to get the AFR app on your yep. smartphone or other listening device, and you can listen to American Family Radio programming wherever you are as long as you have a good sink. did you call it a drop down menu yeah a little drop down menu for podcast at, at afr.net yes it's a drop down menu it's a drop down menu are the prices
1: subject to change because the costs keep going up
2: <laughs> you know do you, uh, you see what do you on? yeah i from? saw that was, you know what i'm talking about that was jj Jasperish. oh that joke well
1: well everywhere you go now restaurants they say the and I don't blame them. They don't. What are they supposed to do? They print the price of the cost of a hamburger. And then the next day, the hamburger goes up 50 cents. Mm-hmm. And the price they've just wrote on the, uh, are printed out is no longer, uh, Oh, really? Valid. Oh, oh because, yeah. That's because of the, uh, the price inflation. increases. So, you know, how a lot of restaurants you go in and you look up on the menu board right. and they have hamburger or hot dog or right. steak or whatever you want to. And they got the price or a printed menu. Yes. And even even on printed menus now, they're saying, uh, "Sorry, sir, but that's no longer, uh, no no longer uh, the price, because when they printed it a month ago, yes, it was. But yeah. now the price of meat's going up. Anyway,
2: yeah,
1: I did. I don't and know everything's how everything's going up. Yeah, everything's going up. Speaking of which, by the way, this wasn't on our topic list, I don't think, to cover today, but I did see it last night. Biden is over in Europe, right?
4: We've well, been part of the G7. Site. Meet yeah. one of
1: those G's, the groups of G's. Mm-hmm. We got G20s, do we? G7s, BGS. You got. The- <laughs> I'm not doing that falsetto because I can't pull it off. Are you staying alive, Ed? I'm st- I'm staying alive. That's right. Okay, so <laughs> that was good. The BGS. Anyway, Biden's over there meeting with uh, the heads of state for the other G7. Chris. Uh, for um, a free bag of popcorn, give me the G7 real quick. I'll give you thirty seconds. Yeah, Chris.
4: G7 is basically the seven wealthiest nations on the planet and the ones that control a lot of what's going on. Okay, twenty.
1: I think he wants what you to name you? them. No, you didn't answer me. You got eighteen, seventeen. You didn't answer my question, Chris. What's you got fifteen seconds left. The still?
4: U.S., Canada, England, France, Germany, um, and maybe China.
2: Nine, eight, China. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Canada, well, France, Germany, Italy. You missed you, you missed the Italians, of course. Japan, Japan, United Kingdom. I was
4: thinking Asia off the top of my head, and I assume <laughs> China. Oh, those Chinese China... and
2: Japanese are all alike. No, right? Una- China. United
4: is... <laughs> States. No. China is a wealthy nation, one that controls a lot of policies, uh, based Get, on their size. There and defensive.
2: You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You're fired.
1: I'll see <laughs> yeah. myself out. Hey, if Trump drops out, you could do an impersonation. I have. Make, I can, I can do circuit. very
2: little. Yeah, my son is I actually better at I have
1: moved from Mr. Sunshine okay, to no, Okay, no. So, okay, so uh, back to the G seven yeah. and my point, and I had one. Yeah. Okay. So you threw you did though China in the G seven though right, uh, but it's actually Japan. Yes. Okay.
0: All
1: right. I need to stop right there. There's yeah, Don't go any further. No, I know there are things I could say, but it'd be inappropriate. <laughs> Uh, not not ugly, but inappropriate for this right. show, and we would get condemned. And... But, but keep talking about it, you're going to slip it in. <laughs> you're you're going to stumble. <laughs> Alright, so uh, Biden's over there meeting with the, the G7. Yeah. Those That band of intellectual dynamos <laughs> that make up the G, G7 <laughs> leaders like Trudeau and Macron and <sighs> and uh, Boris Johnson, the, the people we have elected, we have confidence in to run the world of the world's economy. So so Macron, the French president, mm-hmm. he is president. He's prime minister or president. He's president. He's president of France. And he's on a he's caught on hot mic. Hot mic means he doesn't think he's being recorded, mm-hmm. but he's talking privately to somebody. That's that's what I read. He was on hot really. mic. So he says to Biden, uh, you know the Saudis can't pump any more oil. Right, so mm-hmm. basically, America is going to have to do it because uh, evidently Biden and Macron had been talking about, hey, we got to get Saudi Arabia, OPEC to pump more oil because gas prices are going through the roof and it's killing us politically. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Everybody, that's yeah. what I, that's what I got from it. Did you you know what I'm talking about? You you pulling this story up? there? Yeah,
4: he also got into uh, migration issues uh, according to Politico. Who here. did uh, Macron? As they say well, his name over but,
1: but but my point is that uh, Biden evidently is is uh, hat in hand with a country he called the a pariah of the world that is Saudi Arabia, because he needs more oil produced by OPEC because we need more oil in the United States to refine to turn into gasoline. Correct me if I'm wrong here. Right, you know how that works. Yep. Right. So uh, because. Uh, the five dollar a gallon gasoline is killing Biden uh, among, with the American
2: people. Right, and For, it's and it's helping to drive inflation worldwide. Yes, right. So, how
1: how do we uh, get demand down? Uh, we increase supply. How do we increase supply? This is how Biden's thinking. I get the Saudis to pump more oil, and uh, that way, American companies don't do it. Right, and I can still have my. Uh, you know fist down uh against them for killing us all with global warming right while at the same time i go over and tell the saudis you can kill us with global warming <laughs> yeah but we but i can't and and i can get away with that
2: yes I can get away with that that that, that that's that that's hot the thing and, and by the way i i have my little nickname for Macron and biden uh, is mac and cheese? That's what I. That's what I. That's what I kind of nicknamed those two guys. So mac and cheese, Who mac and cheese, cheese. Oh. Macron and, and Mr. Cheesy. Okay, uh, our president. I got you. Uh, yeah, that that was an admission that the United States has contributed. I think is an admission that the United States has contributed to inflationary pressures because of Biden's oil uh, oh, policy. Sure. Fossil fuel policy. So the only one who can really increase dramatically the amount of oil that is flowing into the world economy is the United States. And that was happening under President Trump because he had turned loose the fossil fuel uh, industries to produce at peak capacity or near peak capacity. And Biden's policies have helped cripple the why, why is
1: not inflation only seems to happen under Democrats?
4: Because they're the ones that spend the most out of the two parties. Republicans are terrible spenders as well, but Democrats are worse. Okay, but Carter,
1: that was an economic disaster. He lasted one term, right. and he got beat by Ronald Reagan. Remember those? Yes. We're This is, this is
2: that all over again. Am I right? Yeah, it, it was called stagflation under President Car- uh, Carter because – Normally, you have one or the other. You have a uh, shrinking economy or you have inflation. But under President Carter, Jimmy Carter, Jimmy Carter, that was both going on at the same time. And it's hard. It's hard for government policies to kind of break that cycle. Yeah. Well, um,
1: so anyway, I just saw I saw Biden over there with. uh, Do we have the word salad of the day from Biden? Uh, where he is, that, is, that, is that coming I'm up? Is sure that coming has, up on Steve Steve's. Does have that on Steve has list, the yes. word
2: salad of the day. Okay, and it's it's it's, either, it's usually
1: brought to you by Kamala Harris or Joe Biden. Yes, the VP and the President of the United States. They they can wax uneloquent with the best of. To it. her we need,
4: credit, though, she doesn't necessarily stumble. She just cackles through the word right. salad. Steve
2: does have. I don't. We didn't listen to it yesterday. We're going to see. Make sure he plays it. Uh, somebody ha- imitates has figured out how to imitate Kamala Harris, and it is. Are we going to hear that next half uh, hour? We're gonna we'll we'll okay. try. Steve usually listens to our first hour, so okay. we'll try to get the, to that as well as okay. word salad of the day from. Well, one, one other
1: thing about the uh, price of of gasoline, mm-hmm. um, has it has it quote stabilized now? I haven't seen it going up uh, anymore. Uh, it's. Where we live here in Northeast Mississippi, it's around around four eighty, four ninety, isn't mm-hmm. it? Something like that. It does. But now, so it's basically it's stopped going up, right?
4: Yeah. Tri- uh, AAA today uses the word "tumble." Gas prices tumble, but how low will they go? It by no stretch it's a bargain today. Uh, if you have oh no, no. Gas it's, I
1: mean, well, was it two bucks when Trump left office?
4: Uh, it was a little bit more than two bucks, but it's uh, it's a lot better than it is today. The national average today, according to AAA, for a gallon of regular four eighty eight a gallon this time last week it was four ninety six so, so it is coming tumble. down some yes a month ago drivers were paying on average four sixty a gallon and again this is for regular last year just a little bit over three bucks so right. it's it's right. terrible listen the there are two
1: things in. we've talked about this before and this is why biden's numbers are horrible this, this is a large reason why his approval rating is horrible uh and as we said before, there are some things that happen in the economy that's not the fault of the president of the United States. And quite frankly, there's not much they can do about it. That's always true whether you have a Democrat or a Republican. Right. It's kind of like sports. You know, the quarterbacks get blamed. Rightly, You know, if team wins or loses, it's quarterbacks to get right. credit or gets the blame, even though the quarterback is Baby, it by himself? Baby is one of twenty-two players. Right. <laughs> okay. So, but uh, with with the price of gasoline, that's all on Biden. The sticker that the gas pump that says "I did this" yeah. <laughs> with his picture on it—nothing can be more said to be more true than that. He he, Biden secretly likes the fact that price gas price of gasoline is up. He's got to act a little indignant publicly, but in behind the scenes, he's Giving big thumbs up to the environmental, mm-hmm. uh, extreme environmentalists, because this is what they want. They want to, they want pain at the pump, so that Americans uh, start getting on their bicycles and their bow pads and their uh, electric, electric vehicles, uh, their sixty-five-thousand-dollar electric cars,
2: mm-hmm. right.
1: That, that's what that's what he wants. It's a transition, which, that's by right. the way, were
2: manufactured saying. somewhere in a factory and have a huge carbon footprint themselves. Yeah. Yes. And if everyone suddenly bought had the money to buy an electric vehicle, it would crash the power grid. Yeah. Oh
4: yeah. All right. That's, that's they don't
2: that's, talk about that. No, they
1: don't no. talk about. It. So anyway, the uh, Biden is responsible for the price of gas, and he is responsible for the. Uh, Disaster at the southern border with millions of people pouring into our country illegally, which is going to have decades of, of negative implications, mm-hmm. and it's not stopping. Uh, he, he is re- fully and totally responsible for, for that. He stopped the, the building of the wall that, that Trump had started. He We all know. We've, we've talked about this. He said, y'all come and we'll pay for your health care to illegal mm-hmm. I- immigrants here. So, I mean, all that, that's all his fault. Gas prices are all his fault. And I would say inflation is all his fault, pretty much, Mm -hmm. or that of the Democrats. Well, now that we did pump trillions of dollars into the, into the American economy in the name of COVID relief when Trump was president. Mm -hmm. So to be fair, that did start under the Trump administration, but uh, Biden and the Democrats put it on steroids and probably Joe Joe Manchin probably saved them from complete economic meltdown. Because remember Build back better. Build back trillions. better. Remember he wanted to put two more trillion, I think, into the uh mm-hmm. economy and Joe Manchin, the Democrats, said I'm not voting for that and it yeah. stopped it because I'm no expert on this, but a lot of people who are say what led to the inflationary numbers that we're seeing now is because they pumped trillions and trillions of free I say free money of, of, of money into the American economy and um, that's what caused yeah inflation. And had you had he put more in with Bill back better, it would have just been even worse. Yeah. So all right, what do you got next, Chris? Uh,
4: well let's mention this because we talked a little bit uh, we talked at length yesterday about the Coach Kennedy case there. And uh, of the course, the
1: coach that that was praying,
4: mm-hmm. the coach uh, that was praying after games, after games
1: in the state of Washington, is he getting his job back now? The pre- Supreme Court vindicated him.
4: It it appears that they're moving in that direction, and I say that because I heard Coach Kennedy and Attorney Jeremy Dice of First Liberty Institute yesterday on the Todd Starn Show, and uh-huh. Todd asked Coach Kennedy what is Joe, what is next for Joe Kennedy. And he said, well, we're going to go to Bremerton, and I'm going to try to get my job back. So that is the direction they're going to move because in. Because
1: he was the head football coach, right, head football coach? Yes. At that high school in the mm-hmm. state of Washington. And uh, and he was vindicated. They said you can't, Supreme Court said you can't fire a man because he prays after the football right. game.
4: Which was a huge victory for uh, oh, gosh. The, the prayer movement out oh, there. Oh, yeah. Um, and I bring all that up to segue into this uh, discussion. There's another big religious freedom case coming up at the Supreme Court. It's going to be in the next term, the term that begins in October. So this will be the first case we uh, get Justice Katanji Brown Jackson's opinion on at some point probably you mean next the,
1: year. Who does, she doesn't know what a woman is? Yeah, that well, uh, the non-biologist.
4: To be, fair, to be fair, she's not a biologist. Yeah, that's so. true. All right, so the case in question. <laughs> the case that was the most... That was. That
1: was a, one of the most ridiculous moments I've ever heard in a Supreme Court hearing.
2: And you know what? You know what? It kind of infuriates me. N- yeah. Not that I'm that kind of person. No, you're not. I'm not fiery uh, personality not. or anything. You're, you're okay. Captain Sunset. So all these Democrats accusing Trump's uh, nominees of lying about their views on, right, the, right, on right. Bill right. versus they Wade should, right. when they were having their hearings. Right. Okay. Now, none of them said anything about Ketanji Brown-Jackson lying Right. I'm using air quotes right. here. Lying about what a woman is when she said, well, I don't know how to define it because I'm not a biologist. Nobody in the world believes her, but this is what, because the Democrats have politicized these court hearings, that's what right. every nominee has to do. Right, in They fact, all the, have to sh- shade the truth.
1: Well, in fact, yesterday, it's double talk or, yeah. or triple talk for the Democrats in particular. Kamala Harris, the vice president, was being asked about the Roe versus Wade overturn and she said do we have this where she said I'm a I'm a woman and my uh, I'm the I'm a I'm the mother of a woman and all that stuff do you I don't have
4: it cute I don't have it on today's all list right. it may do still we? be in wide orbit I'm not sure
1: well I can do it's this. Out white, it's out there orbiting? It's orbit. orbit. Wide yeah. orbit is that's, the software that's that we a, use. That's her office speak for a software we use. Oh, okay. Uh, that's a that's our
4: jargon. Yes. It, to use but anyway, jargon. okay, okay
1: but the point is uh, that uh, Harris kept saying, see if you can find that, Brent. It's where Harris is being interviewed yesterday about the Roe versus Wade decision. She says, she uh, in she her. She said, her, I'm a woman. She is, no, she didn't Helen Ray She Ready. Into, Ed, yeah. Uh, she, uh, she said, let me roar. Yes. And, uh, Let me cackle. uh my, my, my cackles, I am woman. Hear me cackle. I am cackles too big to ignore. <laughs> uh, so anyway, she, um, she's talking about being a woman and how this affects women. That is the reversal of Roe versus Wade. And to which people responded on Twitter, uh, so you're a biologist? <laughs> mocking. Yes. Deservedly mocking. so. Uh, this, uh, what, what is the name of the new Supreme court justice? Ketanji Brown Jackson. And when will she be seated? In for, term. For, the,
2: for the new term in October. Okay.
1: What we're talking about folks, in case you missed it, we're on vacation or out of the country. The new Supreme court justice that Biden appointed when asked, uh, uh before a Senate hearing, uh, what a woman was, she said, I don't know. Uh, I'm not a biologist. Uh, uh, I got that right, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. A, that, that's what she answered. A person who's now sitting on the Supreme Court or about to sit on the Supreme Court
2: answered that she didn't know what a woman was, and she herself a woman. And, and applauded for being the first black, black woman. woman on the Supreme Court. But she Court. didn't know
1: what a woman is. Then how do you applaud that? Of course, she was lying through her teeth, right? That's, exactly. her, that's her at her hearing she knows exactly what a woman is. Yes. But, uh, when you get into that Democrat woke world, you have to be careful because transgendered is a woman, uh, according to the woke who, who a man who says he wants to be a woman or yes. says he's a woman is a woman. So she didn't want to say, well, a woman, <clears throat> um, you know, the a woman, a, a male in a, uh, And a female have different uh, uh, reproductive. (laughs) I'm trying to be. You know know. what I'm saying. We got kids. uh, Right. Reproductive uh, systems. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a terrible word. You know what I'm saying. Yes.
2: Uh, And but she she couldn't even say that. She couldn't even say that. So. But but my point is the Democrats didn't scream about her quote unquote lying when she said that. Right. You know, yeah. and since-
1: yeah, this is for her to say, I don't, I don't know what a woman is because I'm not a biologist. She should have been said right then and there. Then you're, you're disqualified from sitting on the Supreme court. If you don't know what a woman is, because uh, that's like saying somebody asking you, do you know what a tornado is? And you saying, no, I'm not a meteorologist. Right. Huh? That's right. Uh, that about to, makes about as much sense. All right, you're listening to today's issues. I assigned uh Brent Creeley, our crack producer here, who's not on crack, uh the job of finding the uh quote from Kamala Harris. I just sort of put him on the spot so he's looking and searching for that. And uh if you can find that, did you find it?
4: While a, while he's, while he's, looking he's for working, that.
1: Okay, go ahead. Uh KBJ Looks like he's playing Gallagher. Hey what are you playing? <laughs> That's over? nineteen. Yep. 79 <laughs> arcade at junior college.
4: The uh, the Galatica.
1: case, th- well, the case
4: that KBJ is going to be uh helping preside over involves a biological woman named Lori Smith from Colorado who is a web designer and she wants to create wedding websites for couples that are getting married i, do, a business too. Out I there. do
1: too at some point in my life
4: and uh, but colorado <laughs> is one of those states that has a law that says hey if you do it for this couple you got to do it for all couples sure. and so yeah. Lori smith says i only believe in traditional marriage and so this is going to be a case that is going to be at the supreme court for the next term the one that begins in october that will include kbj so we'll figure out where she KBJ is kbj
1: being the new supreme court justice yes Ketanji we're talking Brand about jackson yeah uh, a woman who doesn't know what a woman is
4: Yes. Right. Oh, yes. And, and that, that's what. That, right. would have,
1: that would have been a hit song in the 70s, too, had somebody yes. picked up that lyric right there, followed up on "Hell Already." I am vague. If right. you had a Let song in the
4: 70s, what is a woman? It might not have been played. Right. Right. The DJ in the station would have been like, we're
2: going to get calls if we play that. Uh, Nowadays, mm-hmm. it's. When right. I thought the 70s were weird. Huh? When I thought the 70s were weird. No. Take me we, back. Yeah. We, we have hit. <laughs> we have hit the. The, the pinnacle of weirdness. One of these days on this show, I I'm will, just going to be I like, will, all right,
4: Ed, 1978, right. tell me about it. I will gladly take
1: uh, disco music over what we're <laughs> what we're going through right now, huh? Uh, all right, so uh, next story.
4: Well, I'm, I mentioned that uh, that case involving Lori Smith. It's 303 Creative versus yeah. alinis Okay, so what,
1: what you got here is, and I think there's a good chance she wins her case, that's going to be taken to the Supreme Court?
4: Yes, they've already agreed to take it Listen, up.
1: Listen, you have a uh, so you have a woman who is a uh, business lady in mm-hmm. Colorado, and she designs wedding websites. Pay- wedding websites, right? And she says, "Listen, uh, I, I I don't do wedding websites for two men getting married because I don't believe in it mm-hmm. uh, because it violates my Christian faith." Right. And the state of Colorado says, "No, you have to." And she says, "No, I don't. I have I have rights and mm-hmm. I have freedom." and that's going to be decided by the Supreme Court. It will. I,
4: Unlike Jack Phillips, he was brought up on charges by Colorado. She has not been charged yet. She's oh, doing she just wants a to know. pre-enforcement challenge to try to figure out what her rights are. So this could right. put the kibosh on what Colorado doing. i got to
2: tell you, this Supreme Court is gutsy with these conservatives. Yes. Because they obviously – They're on a winning streak. Yeah. They said, yeah, we'll take that case. Yeah, I know. I think she's going to win. I. I that's, that's what I, I think.
1: And she should. Listen – this is a free country, all right. People should—you should not be able to. Uh, if you had a black-owned printing company, for example, a, a printing company that's owned by African American, mm-hmm. all right, and the KKK guy comes in there and goes, "Hey, you print me up some posters. We're having a rally on Saturday, right?" Huh? Uh, Are you telling me that the black owner of the printing company should be compelled to print up the posters for the KKK rally? No. You would say absolutely not. The fellow objects on moral grounds to what the KKK stands for. He owns the business. He owns the business. He shouldn't have to print their posters. Let him go print them up somewhere else. I'm just giving you an outlandish example, but I'm making a point. Do you think a Jewish... uh, you know, a, a person of the Jewish faith should have to make a a wedding cake for somebody that's an anti Semite, right? You know, for for ISIS or an a ISIS, Nazi, a Nazi? You think? No, you would say that Jewish person has a right to do business or not do business with people right. based on their own convictions, and so this same principle should apply to this Christian business owner that those people who want a gay wedding websites can make their own or they can go find somebody else who will make it for them we'll be back in five minutes stay with us
0: the views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the american family association or american family radio